Hey yo, let's go! What's up? Welcome back to Weebcast. This is your fearless leader, C Dub, and I am back with you with another episode of Weebcast. This is episode three. Um, the date is February twenty uh, first on a Friday afternoon. Um, so if you're listening this to the future, hi. Tell me how things are. But back on to back on the topic today. I got a lot of things I want to get into. Obviously, for these Friday shows, I do a little. Th- I do a little bit of everything. A little just to end the week, wrap up the week with some with some good tasty anime and manga goodness. Um, like I said, these shows are like a little, nice short stack of pancakes. You know, not too much, but just enough to get your fill, get you through the weekend. And I, so I, and I, guys, I'll hit you back on that on Tuesday. But for right now, on Weebcast, big boy anime with some big boy news. I got some news on the Boku no Hero uh, movie. I got some news on the new, new Captain Tsubasa series. Um, and, and I got some awesome live action uh, news for a series that I've personally have been loving over these last week or so. Um, you know, since I was, I've been watching so much of this of this 2020 anime, winter 2020 anime. Luck, I, by the grace of some kind of anime, I'm not God. They're gifting me a live action series for one of my favorite shows. But we're gonna get that into the news in just a few seconds. But also, I got some other big news for this episode right now. The very first guest of Weebcast will be joining me right after I get finished the news. Um, and we're gonna sit down. I'm gonna talk to them if you know. If you haven't already looked at the description <laughs> of this episode, you already know um, I'm bringing on a guest named Aster, and they're gonna come on the show, and he's gonna go through me. He's gonna tell me about two series that everybody needs to know about, and two series that people need to start watching or reading. Um, and that's gonna be on my new segment called "What You're Watching." So I'm gonna have Aster come on. Uh, and he's going to let me know about some series that, he, that we that he's been watching or he's watched before. And he's going to tell us a little bit about it. Um, we're going to get to learn a little bit about him with his anime tastes. Um, but you guys just have to stick around a little longer and you guys will be hearing out on today's episode. But for right now, I'm going to let the music, I'm going to let this music bang out. We're going to hit it ad and I'll see you into the next part. All right. See, Dub, make sure you salute for your weaves out there. Let me just be real with you guys. When you think of anime, you think of Crunchyroll. When you think of food delivered real fast, you think of Postmates. So when you think of podcasting, what do you think of? Or at least when I think about podcasts, I think about Anchor. Anchor is the perfect place if you want to start your podcast. You can talk about all kinds of things. You don't just have to talk about some weave stuff that I talk about. See, in Anchor, there's a set of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone. It's crazy. And Anchor will actually distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. All you have to do is just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back. Hey, yo, let's go. Weebcast is back in your ears, back in your homes. I hope you guys are having a lovely uh, Friday right now. Uh, mine's been really great so far. I've been watching a lot of, uh, been catching up with some anime that I've been, and writing um, Tuesday show script. Um, 
Been trying to secure some guests for the next few shows. Been a little busy in the world of Weedcast. Um, doing some research, you know, but you don't want to hear none of all that, none of that boring stuff. Right now, I just want to get into some of the news. I'll start off right now with a show that I've been watching um, recently, um, which I'll be talking about on Tuesday's up show, Tuesday's episode, this upcoming Tuesday, where I'll do part two of my winter uh, 2020 first impressions. Um, and this show is called 22-7. And 22-7 is a show, it's a musical anime. I won't get into it too much today because uh, it's not too important at least in, with this this headline for right now. But it's an anime. It's a music anime. It's about an idol group. Um, but it, with, a, with a nice little mystical twist. Um, but other than that, this manga, the manga that is based off of... Um, well, I can't really say it's based off because the anime itself isn't actually based off the manga. Because the manga in question that we're going to be talking about today is 22-7 um, plus Alpha. And that manga will be ending with its second volume coming up in this in this coming uh, April, I believe. Um, the manga is an, actually an original story. And it's not really and it's not told in the anime. Um, I checked out a little bit earlier today. And yeah, it's definitely a different story from what the anime is. Um, I'm not quite sure. I didn't look into on why that is or, or what... Why, what what led into that um, creative decision, but it this the um, 22-7 uh, plus alpha uh, revealed, I think, February 12th, I believe, um, that it will be ending with its second volume. Um, the anime, though, which is based off of its original story, premiered this, you know, January, uh, January 11th. Um, it's, it's licensed by Aniplex, um, and you can watch that on Crunchyroll and, Fun- and Funimation now. Um, those are the, those are the places where I'm I'm watching it, but um, the the founder and producer of uh, AKB48, which is a J-pop idol group, um, the producer of that group, uh, Yasushi Akimoto, is um, actually producing this titular Dimension Crossing idol group, um, and it's based off a concept of idols who cross dimensions. Uh, it has eight anime idol characters with their respective voices uh, performing as idols in the real world. Um, I think it's, and it's, and this is a collaborative effect with Aniplex, Sony Music Records. Um, and it, I think they had almost over 10,000 applications for this idol group and held like five rounds of auditions. Um, and then the group announced in, I think July of 2017 that they were getting an anime project. Um, and then the group since then, 2017 have been releasing animated music videos. Um, and the first character videos debuted in like England, I think in May, 2018, but all, the big thing here is that the manga, which is loosely tied to the anime, will be ending in its second volume, really short-lived. Uh, and when I did take, when I did a, took a little peek at it at the first few uh, chapters of it, it does seem like a self-contained, short little story. Um, lo- a little bit different from the anime, but uh, I do like the anime, and I'll be talking a little bit more more about why that's such an odd music anime and one of its kind, truly one of its kind. Um, but we want to get on to the next on some of the some other news, um, and I'm going to be talking about the the cor- the corona virus that's been uh, ravaging over. I think the death tolls are into the thousands. Obviously, I think last time I checked, this was it was reaching over two thousand um, victims. But um, and as you guys already probably seen on Twitter or just heard in the new and just in the news is that it's canceled a lot of not just events. Um, but it halted production in a lot of several of anime so far. And one of those animes, uh, Infinite uh, Dendogram, 
it's one of the shows, it's one of the, I, I reviewed the first episode in my first impressions episode this past Tuesday, wasn't really that great of a show, I really believe, I think there are better ones that do a little bit better, um, but that's neither here or there, the seventh episode will not air, uh, today, I mean, it did not air yesterday on the Thursday, uh, the 20th of February, uh, and they were basically, and they'd be, but the, um, the, I think it was just on the website, the official Infinite uh, Denogram uh, website posted that, that the staff was, uh, stated that there were delaying production because of the, uh, the effects of, uh, COVID-19 and then the outbreak, um, and there were some production issues. Um, the website even said that the Animes Productions Committee made the decision after much, quote, I quote, much discussion with the production studio staff inside and outside of Japan, end quote. Um, I think even, I even looked at the, the website's, uh, social media accounts, um, and they revealed at a later date, the seventh episode will air and stream, um, but instead of for, but on yesterday, for Thursday, they, uh, I believe they restreamed episode one, um, since they did not, since they could not air the, the seventh and new episode, um, and if you want to hear about that, if you want to hear a little bit more about that anime, I did review it in last week in uh, this episode uh, three of uh, Weebcast on how it's based off a light novel and all that such. But you guys should check that out. Um, there's also a little bit. I want to talk about something a little bit else with the. Um, there's also the. Um, I can't even think of the anime off the top of my head all of a sudden, but it's the um, third season, a side story in the third season of the a scientific railgun T. Um, they delayed episode seven from February 21st for today. It was supposed to be streaming today. Um, and that's delayed to a later date, that date that they have not, uh, released quite yet. Um, another episode seven that was delayed to the, to the outbreak is Asteroid in Love. And that's, if you guys remember that in Tuesday's episode, I talked about how it's about these two girls who strive to find an asteroid and name it after our, one of the friends' names, um, and it's a and it's a Yuri typed anime, real cute, uh, real cute, uh, real sweet. Um, I believe I think I did. I'm pretty sure I, I said I was on the fence, but on the I think no, I, I think I did say I, I was ditching that anime. But I like I said, I hope they fucking find that damn asteroid. Um, I think also and also some other outside anime news. The the Taipei Game Show organizers postponed the uh, the video game convention. Uh, I think and it was originally planned from the sixth to the ninth. Um, to this summer, to due to the COVID outbreak, uh, Nintendo confirmed that the outbreak is delaying the Nintendo Switch units and accessories destined for Japan. And I, I even looked up that Bloomberg, Bloomberg reported that the disease is, I quote unquote, likely to affect similar shipments destined for the United States and Europe in April. Um, so just a little bit of like, a little extra gaming news that um, the outfit, the outbreak is, um, it's causing a, a spread of delays, which are going to be slowing things down for the forecoming for the forthcoming um, months, probably until the end of the year. I think this is my, if my personal, I think it's going to be, we won't be seeing any, it's going to be a slow churging, you know, it's going to be a slow moving summer, spring into summer with this outbreak, depending on how, how the research is going to be progressing. But I do expect more cancellations like this um, and do expect more things on Twitter and other social media sites reporting uh, things about this. But um, singer and voice actors uh, Miku Ito postponed the th- um, I think the three city February 11th event for Plunderer's opening theme song due to COVID as well. That was on February 11th. Um, there was also I think they in the the 15th about five days ago I believe they also 
they canceled a Valentine a Valentine Day party. Um, or not canceled. I think they did alter. They required for people to wear masks and uh, all, and all that such. Uh, and then Bushy Road announced. Um, Bushy Road, um, uh, I think, announced on Twitter, and that and they uh, they're a company, and they've been they've been involved in several anime since like the Card Fight Vanguard series, um, the Bang Dream, um, Edie and Garcia, Fu- uh, Future Card Buddy Fight, Love Live. Uh, rebirth for you rewrite one and two um but bushy bushy road announced that i think this past tuesday that it was canceling and delaying some sponsored events until march 19th so um there they they canceled all the events for the rest of the month and into until about half of uh, march due to the developed situation with the covid19 um I think later that day and also on that Tuesday, Animax Music Organizers announced that they're canceling the Animax Music's next next stage uh, due to COVID as well. And they do not currently have a date for that rescheduling. So um, <clears throat> but we're gonna keep it we're gonna keep it moving along. <clears throat> Excuse me, I wanna keep it moving along. Um, big news on a new anime that shouldn't be coming. I think it's going to be debuting for this spring, I believe, um, in April. Um, but it's by the grace of the gods. It's a fantasy light novel series, and it's getting into anime. Um, um, I think is J Novel Club, I believe, are publishing um, the novels currently. Um, and it, it, so far, they haven't revealed like the the format of the anime. But I do have I had I do have the um, how J Novel Club officially describes the novel. And I quote: "Under the protection of the gods, a relaxed." Life with slimes in another world begins. One day, the life of a middle-aged Japanese businessman, Ryoma Takabayashi, came to a sudden and disappointing end. Ryoma had never had never had a blessed life, but after his death, three great gods sought his cooperation and reincarnated him, reincarnated him as a child in another world with swords and magic. Receiving a most cordial and divine welcome from the gods, Ryoma decides to live leisurely on his own on his own in the forest for the time being. Working diligently at magic and hunting, Ryoma's greatest passion comes to be researching this tamed slimes. Training a variety of slimes, some newly discovered, the curtain rises on this easygoing fantasy celebrating a second life with the kind people in another world, and end quote. Um, real quick. <laughs> yeah, so we're getting another slime light novel anime series. Um... Uh, Except this guy isn't being reincarnated as a slime. He's reincarnated as a young boy who will be training slimes. Um, so we're going to be seeing... I'm sure this is going to be really comedic. I have not looked up... I have not read these light novels. I'm interested in reading these light novels um, in, in preparation for the anime, which I will be... Should be dropping in April, I believe. But I'm pretty sure it's a spring anime. Um, for a spring anime release. Um... I don't know. I mean, if you guys ever read or, or if you guys read the light novels or the manga or even watch the, the, the anime, you guys know the type of comedy and type of the um, shonen features they have with an uber strong main character. And then it's cast of characters that are just slightly not up at that level, but fight alongside um, the main character. Um, I'm not sure what type of fighting or what type a what type of genre as i said they haven't really released the format of this anime so we don't know how this show is gonna lean um i i am interested in it just because that it's another slime based light novel and you're saying well and i'm gonna give it a, i'm gonna give it a chance i'm gonna give it a, a shot to impress me 
Um, but definitely let me guys know if you guys are listening on Anchor, you can definitely drop a message, a voice message, and you can comment on the show and your voice message just might make it on the next episode of Weebcast. Or you can just get me on Twitter on at JXN, JXN, M-O-R-I. Um, you could pop, you could post a comment to me directly and I'll talk about it on the next show. Um, but Roy, I believe, um, the author goes by Roy and I think it's illustrated by, um, uh, uh, Riddy Nana, Riddy Nana. I'm, I might be butchering that one, but uh, Roy began serializing this story in uh, uh, Shosuka and Shinaru, or let's become novelist. I think during, I think beginning in 2015, still ongoing. Um, Happy Japan is publishing the series right now, um, and the first volume I think dropped in September of 2017. Um, there is also a manga adaptation of these novels, which I think Ron Ron pr- launched. And um, it, though you can read those in the Square Enix on uh, Gangan Online magazine, um, if you guys want to read that uh, officially. Um, but yeah, Square Enix Manga Books licensed the uh, manga officially uh, uh, officially this year and will be releasing its first volume in the States in this November. So that's going to be pretty cool to be on the lookout for. But also I want to get on to some other news, which is not really so much game, not so much anime or manga, but with some gaming. Um, let me know if I should have, have some gaming on the show and continue to do that. Um, but Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Rescue Team DX Switch game trailers preview some gameplay. They released some um, gameplay, I believe, on uh, Wednesday, February the 19th. Nintendo began, uh, began streaming the trailer for Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Um, and it's the Nintendo Switch remake of the Pokemon Dungeon Red Rescue Team and the Mystery Dungeon Blue Rescue Team. Um, the games that released on the Game Boy Advance and Nintendo DS. Um and in that trailer, most and it flaunted off some of the mechanics in the game, which are and if you ever play the the ones on the DS or the Game Boy Advance, they're they're pretty similar, um, and doesn't seem to be too many of changes. Um, but I think those games debuted in 2005, if you guys don't remember. Oh no, no, I'm sorry, 2006 in America, if I remember. Um, and the most recent installment in these uh, these Spike Chunsoft's Pokemon Edition Dungeon will de- debut in uh, 2015, and I think in 2015 in the states. But um, definitely be on the lookout for the game. I think that game releases March 6th, so it's coming pretty soon. Um, and it's definitely going to be a nice, fun game to play on the Switch. Uh, you know, when you're not raiding on Pokemon Sword and Shi- on Sword and Shield, um, <laughs> it's definitely going to be a nice little break for sure. Uh, I also wanted to get into um, Violet Evergarden. I did talk about Violet Evergarden and its movie, I believe, on last Friday's show. And I was talking about some of the updated news on that movie that will be coming out. Um, Violet Evergarden, the Eternity and the Auto Memory Dolls gets an uh, English subtitled clip. This is the first subtitled English subtitled clip that was streamed, I believe, on Tuesday, I believe. Um Oh no, it was either Monday night or Tuesday morning, I believe. And it was Funimation did the streaming. Um, and it will be a side story to the Violet Evergarden uh, anime. Um, I think the anime should be scre- screening uh, with English subtitles in theaters in the United States. You guys, have, you guys can check. A, um, if you guys go, actually go to Funimation, um, there's a link there where you can actually type in your uh, zip code. And you should be able to find screenings uh, nearby. But I'll be screening from... That and that that started from the seventeenth to um, yesterday, um, and I'm, and they haven't released any other days. So they just had those three days. Um, but the side story did um, reveal some things about um, 
I, sh I think I do have the I do have the description verbatim right here in front of me. So, quote, Violet Evergarden comes to a private women's academy to tutor Isabella in the ways of being a lady. Heir to the York family, Isabella feels trapped in this new and uncomfortable world. She still grieves for the only person to ever bring her happiness. Now lost to her, Violet's lessons do give her a brief respite for the melancholy that, with the absolute joy, how long does it take to fully heal? Um... And for Isabella, I believe they have um, Minako Kotobuki um, uh, voice acting for that one. She, and I think she's 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 done. She's done. I think she's even played Astrid in the in the Japanese version of How to Change Your Dragon. Um, but you could definitely look her up. But she you could and see her work. But she's gonna be playing Isabella York um, at House Noble and all that. Um, I, the, the anime was originally slated to screen, screen in Japan for about two weeks, um, starting on September 6th, uh, and but it really screened for five weeks after that, and it accumulated about, I think, about five, almost six million in, in American dollars, so... Um, be on the look at that. Those are the, the only those are the only dates that they streamed was that from the 17th to the 20th, um, but... As we already know, if you listen to this on that Friday, that dates have passed and they have not released um, any other future dates to be screening in the States, at least. Um, but um, you should, I think, I know that we can put in the Violet Evergarden's uh, series on Netflix, or they might be already on Netflix, uh, I think since 2018. Um, and then uh, the, the Kyoto's animation separate Violet Evergarden, the movie film project, will open in Japan on April 24th. And we talked a little bit about that on last Friday's uh, last Friday show. But next, on some things. Now we're getting into some more juicy things that I've been really wanting to talk to. Some things I wanted to expand upon because I'm really excited for. The, I'm really excited about these. So keep your hands off. Eels Oaken um, is getting a live action spinoff. I mean, live action series. Um, the spinoff. I kind of I, I, I should have teased this, but there also might be a, a, a anime spear a TV uh, series spinoff later in the works. But I want to get to the live action. So I've been I talked about the first episode and Tuesday's episode on Weebcast episode three, um, and I talked about how it's definitely one of my favorites of the season so far. It's definitely in my top five, um, and I loved it. And it's about these three girls who are have come together with varying interests and various skills to create a anime um you can hear about that on two on on my on last on this previous tuesday's um episode of weebcast if you can hear a little bit more about it my thoughts about it but if i want to put it simply it's definitely one of the one of the better series on um that you can find on Crunchyroll and funimation now i i highly advise you guys to stream it Talk about it on Twitter. Talk about it on social media. Hype the hell out of that show because it is—it's a gem. I believe it's a damn gem. But uh, the official website for the uh, live-action film, keep your hands off Iozoken. Um, I think it was revealed in the manga. I believe revealed that the films uh, there will be a live-action film on May fifteenth. I think it's a Tuesday. Um, and then this live-action. Um, this live action project is going to spawn into a six episode television miniseries, uh, which will, I think, premiere on April 5th on um, MBS and April 7th on TBS, both um, Japanese uh, TV stations. 
Um, and the film and the series, so the live action film and the live action series will have the same staff and and cast. But what's interesting about that cast is that um, Nogazaka 46, which is an idol group in Japan, um, three members of the of that group will be playing the characters. Um, so Minami Umazawa, Asuka Saito, and Mizuki Yamashita um, will will actually be um, playing those characters. Um, there will be there will also some uh, some other live action stars like uh, Sakurako Konishi will be playing the student pre- student council president. Um, uh, Emma Grace playing uh, Sonowade Sak- uh, as a the student council uh, secretary. Uh, Rika Fukumoto as the attack squad leader. Uh, Hisashi Ashima. Um, um, oh man, I was gonna say there's a there's gonna be it's a pretty star set of cast. A lot of these people, if you if you guys are a fan of live action anime shows or movies and films of that nature, you'll probably see there's some familiar faces and some familiar um, voices. Um, but if you want to hear a little bit more about my thoughts on the on the uh, the manga and the anime, I've since watching that first episode of the anime, I've been actually looking into the manga, so I do have a little bit more context to speak of more so today than I did um, earlier um, this past Tuesday. Um, but the manga followed Midori and Sayaka. They're an energetic trio of uh, first year high school girls, and they come together in this Eelsoken, the uh, video research club. Um, to turn their anime dreams into reality. Uh, Midori is more of a nervous, likes to create the anime alone, but she meets Subame, who appears to be like a well-to-do type girl and has artistic dreams of becoming an animator. And Midori's best friend, Sayaka, has the financial sense to bring the project to fruition and and joins the pair on that quest. Um, but, um, but it launched in Shogakukun's Gekon Spears magazine in 2016. It was nominated... For a uh, manga award, I think the Manga Taisho Awards in 2018, and then also won the Top Bros Comic Award in 2017. Um, and like I said, it spawned an, uh, a, an, an a, re- a current a current anime right now that I guys you suggest watch and definitely read because the art is, in the manga and the anime are superb. Um, I do like how it just blends a few elements of a, of, of a few genres. Um, there are there there are there's a lot of Yuri anime in this season, um, and I thought that this anime was going to be just another one of those. Um, you know, after you watch a few of them, you kind of get a little tired of them. This one, you know, it definitely it it, it shook what I expected. Um, it, it it just it hit me in the bones. It just hit some sweet spots in my body. I love Baku Man, a show about these about two young you uh, young guys who wanted to create a manga and they story that their their journey of doing that. And I love that that series, that anime and the manga. And so the, and this just kind of hits the similar spots in for me. Um, I do think the characters in in this show and this manga are actually a little more colorful, a little more meatier in the development stages. Uh, especially after reading some some of the manga cr- since then, um, I would definitely put this a little bit over Bakuman. But if you like Bakuman, you're definitely gonna like this. If not, like it even more. Um, like I said in the on Tuesday's episode, the the animation in this is is out of this world. Um, it blends different sketches from 3D to 2D. Um, the characters interact with the drawings almost as if they can touch and feel. It's it's incredible. Um, but I want to get into something else that's also really um, that I've, I've liked for a long time, and that's and that's if you and I teased it a little bit um, for the uh, for the tweet. I don't know if you guys saw the tweet for me announcing this episode, but I did say that a classic manga is actually coming back, and that classic manga is Captain Subasa, 
because the Captain Tsubasa magazine is launching with new manga on April 2nd. Um, the sixth, I think, uh, this year, I think it's the sixth issue of Shueisha's Grand Jump magazine revealed that, I think revealed on this past Wednesday, that Captain Tsubasa magazine, a new spinoff from the, uh, kind of the Grand Jump, um, and it will focus on the Captain Tsubasa franchise, and it's going to launch in Japan on April 2nd. Um, the new magazine, the new Captain Tsubasa magazine is going to include spinoff, one-shots, and it'll be shipping every other month. Um, I, this first issue, though, is going to be, I think, 148 pages, which, Jesus Christ, is going to be a lot. Um, and I'm going to want that, I'm going to want that stuff, I'm going to want that shit immediately. I want to, I want to get a little taste of that. I love Captain Tsubasa, definitely one of my favorite, uh, definitely in the top 20 of my favorite, uh, sport titles, and definitely on top 50 top 40 just ant manga titles of all time um but in there's not there's also that first issue is not going to have that the 148 pages um it's also going to have um it's going to have feature interviews um it's going to provide a lot of information for future games and merchandise and it's going to be bundled with some bonus items with some captain subasa items um but yoishi's takahashi's captain subasa rising sun uh soccer manga um We'll move to the Captain Tsubasa magazine. Um, like I said, it wasn't Shueisha's Grand Jump magazine. But when this Captain Tsubasa magazine launch, that title will move to that magazine. Um, and I'll be starting with the, I think, the 100th, the, one, the 103rd chapter. I think that's when it'll be make the official change. Um, but if you don't know a little bit of Captain Tsubasa, it's an original soccer manga. And it revolves around a 11-year-old, uh, Tsubasa Oroza, Ozara, Ozora. Um, he's a boy who just loves soccer, near and dear to his heart, and is recognized by his coach, uh, Roberto, uh, due to his skill of the sport. And uh, Subasa goes with the coach to Brazil in order to train for the World Cup. I do believe it's one of the better soccer titles ever. Um, and the original, um, Takahashi's original 37 volume, Captain Subasa ran from like 81 to 88. Um, I'm pretty sure Viz Media has licenses, so you can definitely buy it at your comic book shop if you want to read those. And I do believe Crunchyroll, you can officially um, read it there as well on the Crunchyroll manga, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. But it inspired three television series, like four, three films, several OVAs, and even a stage play. Um, and I'm and I'm pretty sure the manga because I've I've heard the manga is available in like 20 countries, so you could definitely find it. Um, but Captain Tsubasa Rising Sun is the newest manga in the franchise, and it kind of revolves around Tsubasa as he aims to participate in the Olympics, because um, he's a, he's could be forming as a as for a representative for Japan, and he I think Takahashi launched this one Rising Sun in December of 2013, um, and Shueisha shipped the the latest volume I think the 12th volume last October, but um. But definitely te- check that out if you guys love soccer and love manga. I think you guys were going to get a kick out of that because I'm really excited for that. Um, and then the last news, a uh, little source I'm going to talk about for this show is going to be about Boku no Hero or My Hero Academia's Hero Rising, the film's English dub trailer. It was recently streamed, uh, I think about three days ago. It will debut in theaters um, in the U.S. and Canada um, February 26th. So I hope you guys are on the lookout for that. Um, as you probably have seen some other, some reviews about it, of how the, and how it looks and people are saying it's absolutely amazing. Um, I think it was Funimation. I saw it on Funimation cause they were doing the streams. They showed the stream of the English dub trailer, uh, um, I think on Tuesday, I believe on this past Tuesday. 
And we get to see a little bit how the English dub is going to be sounding. Especially for characters like Nine and Slice and Katsuma. Um, but um, I think Funimation, I should have wrote it down. But they, they kind of described the film that uh, Class 1A, they visit not the Naboo Island. Um, and they finally get some real hero work done. Um, the place looks really p- peaceful. It's like a vacation looking type of spot. But all of a sudden, they're attacked by a villain with a with an insurmountable quirk. Um, his, his power is eerily similar to uh, Shigaraki. Um, and but with all might retired and some of the citizens, you know, with the with people's lives on the line, you know, there's not a lot of time for questions. And these Deku and his friends, and, you know, since they're the next generation of heroes, they're this only island's hope. Um, that's kind of the synopsis for the film, and I can't, I cannot wait to see it because I actually enjoy the dub voices of the anime. So unpopular, I don't know if that's an unpopular opinion or not. Um, as much as I love the, the, um, the anime, um, and it's and it's Japanese voice actors, I actually do kind of enjoy some of the dubbed voices. So you guys can go ahead and shoot me in the back for that one, <laughs> but that's just me. So I think, but Funimation is going to screen screen the film. Um, in Canada and the United States, like I said, and more than, I think, over a thousand theaters on the 26th. Uh, and it's going to have both subtitled and dub screening, so you guys have your choice. Um, but I think it, it originally fit, opened in Japan, I think, last December, this past December on the 20th. I And I ended up being ranked, like, number three in, on that opening weekend. I'm not quite sure what... I'm trying to think what else was... That was the two movies above it. I'm not even quite sure. Um, it might have been a Yokai Watch film and Lupin, Lupin the Third, the first. Might have been the only two movies that were above that in that opening weekend. Um, but I think so far, the, it's already earned about 14 million U.S. American dollars. I made about 1.5 billion yen, which is about 14 million dollars, I believe, 15 or 14. Um, and it's sold, I believe the last time I checked, it was estimated over 1.2 million tickets. Um, and then they had a 4DX screenings and those began in last Jan- January of this year, January 24th in about 81 theaters. Um, but which is real, I want a few things I wanted to add to this. Cause I, what I thought was so interesting about this, like the two previous academia, Maya Hero Academia movies, um, Kohei Horikoshi, the, the creator he had pretty much, he had, I think, almost 100%, excuse me, supervision on the film. And he handled a lot of the original character designs, like Kenji Nakasaki, uh, Yosuke Kuroda, as they returned to the series um, from previous films. And um, I think Yoshihiko uh, Umakoshi did the designs, helped with the designs of the characters. Uh, and then, um, obviously, Yuki Hayashi did the music. Which also with Yuki also does the music for this anime series as well, and Bones, you know, obviously animated the film. Um, but I can't remember. I think Sumika did the theme song for the uh, for the so for that rocking for that rocking uh, higher ground. That's by Sumika. Um, so check out their music. But um, but the interesting tidbit was here that Horikoshi previously teased that this film. The uh, Heroes Rising would be the last one for the franchise, so we're not going to get any more uh, Boku no Hero movies. Um, he said, most likely, he said, probably won't be a third film. But um, he explained that the second film, uh, this film could it, that it could be described kind of like a finale for the My Hero Academia. 
Um, because some of the concepts that that are used in this Heroes Rising film are going to be concepts that he's going to be using for the manga's final battle. So um, he proclaimed, I believe, that the second film is more plus ultra than even the first one. <laughs> so um, yeah. So the first two movies, these two movies are going to have some concepts that we're going to see in the manga's final battle, and I'm and it's and I'm sure people and I'm already kind of thinking about what kind of things are are in the first movie that he might bring back some kind of, you know, what concepts and what ideas and story topics or themes he's going to bring from the first one in this Heroes Rising movie into the final arc um, when we when we cross that bridge. Um, but, you know, folk, I mean, My Hero Academia, that could be a whole episode. That could be talked about uh, <laughs> for hours. Uh, I'm sure you guys could talk about that just like myself. Um, even though I'm not the biggest fan of My Hero Academia, um, I do, it's definitely something I enjoy. Um, it does a lot of things that tip, that tickle me, but that's all for the news section of today's episode. I hope you guys are, uh, loving it. The episode so far, make sure you guys are spreading this pot, spreading my podcast show, spreading it around, whether it's on social media or, um, or Instagram, Tumblr, just make, I just want to make sure a lot of this reaches a lot of ears. Um, let them know what kind of this passion project that I, uh, myself I'm doing. Because you never know. If you want to help co-host, if you guys want to um, be a guest on the show, that would be freaking lovely. I'd appreciate it. But that's all the news I got today. Because the next part, because in the next part, I have a very special thing I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be having my first, my very first ever guest on the show on Weedcast. But don't clap. I don't want you guys to clap right now. I want you to clap when you finally... Uh, when you finally meet the guest, and that'll be in the next part. That'll be right after this. After you hear this, this jam music be as uh, <laughs> we ride out to some music and an ad, and I'll meet you guys in a little bit with my guest, and we're gonna be talking about some things um, that are gonna be pretty interesting. You guys, please stay tuned. But uh, in the meantime, do a little another salute for your boy for the weaves out there. C Dub, we'll be talking to you in a few seconds. Hey, oh, let's go. Welcome back to Weavecast, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for letting me into your ears and into your homes this lovely Friday, February the 21st right now. As you, if you listen to the intro and heard me uh, do some news uh, in the last part, you know that I have my very first guest of Weavecast. I know, I know this is momentous. I, I know you guys are pretty excited, but I want you guys to hold it in right now. Um... I won't explain the segment. It's called What You're Watching. And I'm going to be bringing on guests on Weebcast um, for the foreseeable future. And basically, when they get on, they're going to talk with me. And they're going to tell me what they've been watching or what they've been reading or what they have watched. Um, and that's what this first guest for today is going to be doing with two series, as I teased in the intro, that we all need to watch and read. So, without further ado, yes. <laughs> as you already can probably hear him. <laughs> That's my guest, the first guest of Weedcast, Aster. Why don't you go ahead and uh, introduce yourself? <laughs> yo, yo, what's up? My name is Aster. I go by Aster. And yeah, so I'm just an average, you know, anime, magno, reader, watcher, whatever, you know. I'm kind of busy these days, so we just have to pick the ones that grab your attention and hope. Like hell, they stick. So that's my whole thing right now. No, a lot of people are like that, man. A lot of, I mean, with with, with our peers, like <laughs> they got things to do. They just can't sit down and just watch anime all the time. You know what I mean? So exactly. Mm-hmm. But um, like I said, welcome to the show. 
I really Thanks do appreciate it. Not a problem. I want to keep this a running thing. I want to, and I hope this entices people to come on to the show and because they you know just to have fun we just trying to write we just trying to spit period just, exactly we just, we're just gonna, trying we just, to have fun we're just trying to spit some shit behind. yeah that's what exactly. i'm saying so but and speaking about talking about some shows you have two shows right yeah two shows you want to probably you want to talk two about today right whole shows whole ass now shows listed. whole ass shows now listen all right go ahead i okay all right okay Wait, so... build it up build it up for build it up for us <laughs> build it up for me real quick like I am an avid music listener. I play music. So what would be the proper occasion to to talk about musical themed anime slash mag mag now? Now way before everyone gets too excited. Not musical <laughs> such as Broadway type stuff. Not none of that. None musical, of that. None Robin, of that. Exactly revolving around bands and things of that sort of of, of, of that nature. So the two anime. Fast mangas that I want to talk about today with you are Given and Nana. Woo! All right, all right. So Given and Nana. Um, now you you said they are music animes, right? Is that what you said? That's how I classify them. Yeah, as, from I was my say, personal opinion. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say I don't. Well, I was just gonna ask. Well, what kind of genre tags are placed onto those type of on those shows in manga? Okay, so other than music, very. Right, right. So just very brief, given could can be considered as a shonen eye. So if you or if you don't know what that is, that's like boys love or yao or yaoi. But people in that realm of type of shows and stuff like that, there's a clear distinction between the two. Um okay. But, you know, just for, you know, as using, you know, those searchable words, yaoi could be a descriptor, romance, a slice of life type of thing. Uh, and Nana is a yosei type, um, uh, mag magna and anime. So it's written by a grown woman and it's for grown women. So, you know, I'm a guy, uh, so, you know, when I watched Nana, it was mm-hmm. when I was, like, maybe 12, you know, like, so Damn. That was years ago. Damn. So, obviously, I had no business watching it, but I did, I liked it for the music, and I stayed for the romance part, but when I did a little <laughs> rewatching, when I did a little rewatching for it, I realized that it hit different when you're older. It hits, it just hit yeah, me right. a little different. Exactly. And I definitely, yeah. Okay, yeah, period. I was going to say, well, I, I, look, I'm this, so I've, I don't know if you've been listening to average, listen to the show, but Aster, I've been re, I've been watching, I've been reviewing the winter 2020 anime that has premiered. Um, and then I've watched them all. I watched all the first episodes. There's about 40 some shows, 46, 47 some shows. Wow. And I found out there's a lot of Yuri anime. Few Yaoi, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of Yuri this season. All right. Yep. Um, there was one in. I, I I'm pretty sure I even I think I even have the list somewhere. You know I there was um, Asteroid in Love. Um, there's also um, there's some there's there's some kind of there's some Yuri in um, Nekopara. There's some kind of Yuri in Heya Camp. Um, smile down, smile down the runway. Um, you know, and and that was just those are just a few titles that have kind of incorporated romance, rom com, Yuri mm-hmm. type of styles. Um, 
some of them good, bad, some of them kind of in between. But it is a start. It's definitely a thing that's at least so far for a person. I don't really watch a lot of seasonal anime. I don't know about yourself, but I, you know, trying out this season, I'm wondering if this is like a trend that we're going to be seeing. And with the titles that you've talked about, Nana and um, Given, would they kind of fit in today's? Because I know one of them's a little older than the other, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. What? What? And that's Nana. Am I correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Would that Correct. kind of? How would that fit in today's um, anime scene right now? Like, if that was a new anime, you think people mm-hmm. would like it as much as you did? When Absolutely. You Absolutely. One hundred percent. One hundred and ten percent. One thousand percent. Now, let me just tell you. Okay, so uh, Nana, that is that ran the the magna ran from two from two two thousand to to oh nine. Okay. Um. And the anime picked up in 06. And they, I read reviews about it. I watched it. You know, I have my personal opinions on it. But yeah. they, I feel like, this is a no spoiler zone, number one. I just want to get that out there. I'm not going to give no any spoilers, spoilers here. away. No spoilers here? No spoilers right, here. No problem. That Correct. works for me. Yes, sir. No worse so for me. We, <laughs> so, Nana, I feel like for, for me, it takes on, it will, it just, it, it suddenly, takes on the societal type of norms that we place mm. on women. And we see that between the two obvious dichotomies of the two main characters. So, and while I was watching it, I was like, you know what? I could see where someone was coming from when they mentioned that. And I was like, we still hold these mm. values that we place on women. Or, or if I was one you know i would there's definitely there's definitely i can definitely sense the pressure there so i feel yeah. like that will carry carry along with the whole um with the whole atmosphere we have in these times and also i'm glad that you mentioned mentioned yuri there's no really i don't can't remember any yuri in the show i don't think there is really any but I remember. Well, I should I should say I should have I should have been a little more clear about the Yuri in the some of the shows that are coming out this season. When I think of Yuri, I don't think uh, I think of just just the sh- of the ship of the mm. of the connection. Like, oh, okay, so these two are going to be a couple at some point, or this is what is right. kind of points. I don't see I when. I, whereas Yuri, I don't think like, oh, they're gonna be they're gonna be fucking or something. You know what I mean? Right. Like exactly. That. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying like no, Yuri, yeah. as in it's gonna be a female female ship. Yeah, Wait, go ahead, there go. definitely was a female ship. Um, well, I from when it when it was just running, I don't know. I, I'm not reading reviews all the way back in two thousand six. Exactly, but I there was a hint of it. I did get vibes when, when when I was twelve. You know, blah blah blah. And from the two main characters, but it was more of like a friendship type of confidant type of women okay. women relationship which i really appreciated which he which i feel like you don't see often from what from what i've been watching um mm-hmm. it was very organic it's very natural it was beautifully written okay and <laughs> and it kind of and i'm glad the writer and the author she did both um i'm glad she put and her name is i yawaza okay. i'm pronouncing her name right but um she wrote it and she drew and I'm glad she put, put glad she did did that because as you read or watch it mm-hmm. you kind of see the girls kind of take on these these 
romances and then but it all it always comes down to their friendship and and you you kind of see them put their friendship over their romance which i which i kind of like because it was done in such a realistic and natural way and it wasn't forced at all there was no setup or lead to having a romantic relationship with someone in the cast you know so you kind of didn't see it well you saw it coming but it wasn't it wasn't like it, it didn't take a whole season or a whole arc for 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 this, you know, oh, oh, well, well, they're going to hook up and they're going to, you know, do this, do that. The third, you know, is always a humbling moment at some part in like the reading in like the or in the in the series where they rely on their friendship and and their daily struggle and their daily struggles and stuff like that. And so it's nice to see you know, a nice, friendly anime of well, that type Yeah, of I was going to say, yeah. well, why don't you go and explain that? Because this, for Nano particularly, you said, you, you just say one of the genres, um, as opposed to Senin, it is the um, uh, Yosei uh, tag, right? So it is for yes. for mature adult women. You know, yep. Senin, you know, Senin is for mature adult men. But, in, I mean... Sending it basically for people who are adults and want to read manga. So mm-hmm. and you've kind of you kind of already explained explain to that how why this is different from, from um shojo from from for for shojo. Um, oh brand, my god! You know? Right. So like, what I makes read it different? Sojo. Right. Exactly. I read. I read so. I used to read so sojo and sojo. It's you know it's it's cute. I feel yeah. like that is the main. Yeah thing okay it's cute um if you read the magnas you know the panels are very there's a there's a structure to it there's a oh yeah bam you need this filter you need to make sure she, the the twinkle hits this part of her of her eye at this at at like this this moment mm-hmm. you, need to, you need to hit the right moment where like she confesses or he like confesses you know stuff like that it's very calculated and it's very intentional and that's not a bad thing at all in my in my opinion you know it's 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 all marketing. I I feel like you know, <laughs> yeah, of and course, it, and it works, okay, and it works well, okay. If it kept if it kept my thirteen year old ass on it, that means it worked. <laughs> it worked, okay. And there's nothing wrong wrong with that. Compared to like Nana, it's the art is great. If you don't know the author and and the and and the artist, she is I Yaz 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 Yazawa. I think I hope I'm pronouncing her name right because. That would yeah, be yeah. embarrassing. Okay, and yeah, she right. and she has a distinct art style, Hayo, that that was revolutionary from during that that time. Like all the piercings and you know the fashion type runway type styles. You know, like when, the, when was the manga written? Like when do you? When was it again? So it written? started in two thousand and it ran until mm. to oh nine. So it's okay. been, yes, exactly. So it was more like the punk type theme, you know, all the piercings, the colored yeah. hair, you know, yeah. like the slim, the slim legs, the slim, slim figures, like all mm-hmm. of that. Okay? Definitely sounds early 2000s, like, you know. Early That's, 2000s. For yes, sure. Yes, sir. So, and, and they don't play on those tropes from what I read. I haven't read that many, you say, um, material or pieces of work. So, but from what I gather from, from Nana, is it doesn't really utilize those tropes and it and it and because the author a grown 
woman, you know, it, it kind of reflects, yeah. you know, she kind of has a window. She has that free window where she was like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm going to put the realest things out, the, the, the realest things out there. I'm going to put the relationships I see out, out there. I'm going to put the, yeah. I'm going to see, I'm going to draw and write how I see the world. And it just comes across as, genuine it comes across as more you know when i to be honest when i was when i was reading it I, you felt like you felt like you were like you know you felt you were like all uh, um important just like distinguished you know it's very that you know it's very that so i was gonna say because that that's pretty important because i i it's like runs for this show at least the anime i want to go right to the anime real quick that ran for about what 47 40 some episodes was it uh Do you remember let me i'm not sure because uh, I was gonna say for for a show like this to keep you and you watched the anime to to its entirety, is I right? Did. I mean, yeah, yep. And it definitely wasn't a twenty. It because it it wasn't like a twenty episode. It had to be at least forty some episodes, right? right? That and that's important to keep, you know, for any anime. But you know, a lot of animes nowadays they do maybe a twelve episode, maybe twenty four if they're lucky mm-hmm. season, and then maybe maybe just maybe we might get another season in the next, you know, in the upcoming seat, you know in the next winter or the right. summer or whatever, kind of like thing like that. So we don't really get some of these, I don't know, the full story all done, you know, straight from beginning to end, especially for these manga-based uh, animes and things like that. How did it, what, what things, like if you had to play, what kind of things that kept you like involved, heavy, like real heavy involved? Like real heavy, real, real heavy. heavy. Real not heavy. gonna lie, not gonna lie. When I started watching it, okay, that literally took me over the edge. That I was like, this is this is the one for me. I will remember this, okay? Yeah. Because let me in this is absolutely amazing. I was gonna say, let's not get lost in that because you said yourself this was a music. This is uh, still a musical anime for that. Yeah, genre uh-huh. music, so, bands and everything exactly. Yeah. So and I consider them as to be band type genre, the music genres, because mm-hmm. yes, they have these other type of genre tags on them, such as romance, yaoi, or shonenai, whatever you say or whatever. Yeah, I feel like the main point to the for for the development of a plot, I feel like it all comes back to the music. I feel like it all comes back to a band or 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 the bands or how she reacts with this band or how she you know how relationships develop because of this you know it feels like not not to be cliche or or corny or anything but you know it no for for like 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 for real for real for real (laughs) like but you know it's always like the music is what brought these two women together really like that's what happened mm-hmm. like and and lives changed because of the atmosphere that they are they're in in that punk rock music scene you know so and then yeah well but- i was gonna say that that makes a lot of sense i mean because i you know in the first episode of weavecast which i did on sports and manga make sure you guys check that out on your <laughs> podcasting uh uh applications but i talk about how sports they usually pair it i've read a lot of sports manga <laughs> and I watched a lot of sports animes. A lot of them are paired with comedy. It's just easy to pair the genre yeah. of sports with comedy, school life, right. maybe romance, ro- you know, some romance, some stuff like that. But for the musical genre, you know, um, what, what mm-hmm. do you see? I mean, what did some of the other chat? It was music, romance. Mm-hmm. You know, so like Slice of Life. Slice of Life. I was going to say, yeah. maybe that one's probably a big one, a big genre to be paired with the music. Right. Mm-hmm. So I feel that because from the two from Given and Nana, you can also add some sort of tragedy 
you know, some okay. real life heavy situations that go on in 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 these um, pieces of work. Um, speaking on Given, which is a Shonen Eye or Yaoi um, mm-hmm. marketed to you know younger audiences. Um, you know, I'm I'm in my 20s and I I didn't resonate, but I. You know, I really enjoyed how Given was laid out um, in terms of its progression. Okay. So I really appreciated that, even though it's, you know, marketed for the younger thing. You know, it is set in high school, so they guys have that type of sport. You know, like, you know, always have yeah. to set up with something. And yeah. there's, like, comedy. You you know, it's funny. You know, it's cute humor. You know, keep, mm-hmm. keep us on our toes. You know, keep everything light. And that's a more modern know? one. Like what that yes. game? What year did that were given? Because I mean, I think more more, more of the listeners probably have seen or maybe are a little more familiar with Given probably than right than not exactly. So the manga um, began in 2013, and the anime was a summer 2019 type production. So yeah, it's fairly new. Like yeah. and and I'm, and I'm not gonna be like these are like underrated. Nana was not an underrated. It was a popular. <laughs> Anime magna. Nana had two move, move movies that did well in the box. That's crazy. Box two wait, two Japan. movies. Two movies with two, with different casts and diff- different music. Like people took this shit seriously. And wait, were they, they uh, were, animated or live action? Live what were they? Or live action. Live That's action crazy. movies. Exactly. Live action movies. And given. Um, also has a movie coming out May 2020, I believe. Don't quote me. Google's free. Look mm. it up. May mm. 2020. And that is an, that is an animated, per, that is an animated um, film. But yes, Given was not un- under- underrated at all. Twitter was blown up with of course. Uh, Given. Exactly. Of course, yeah. So these are not underrated pieces of work. They're well known from my opinion. From, from, from my, my opinion. So Big yeah, time. big time. Well, I was gonna say I wanted to let you. I wanted to ask you something about because uh, these were well well received. Um, yeah, you know, all both these animes are usually rated in the in the high sevens, eights, and nines, and some, mm-hmm. you know some yeah, tens and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. I wanted to let you. I just wanted to ask you: Did you like? Do you have a ballpark of how many copies you probably think that that the Nanomanga sold sold? How many copies that yeah. Nanomanga has sold? Yeah. What do you like? What do you think? I so there were, I just so there were twenty one <laughs> volumes of it. I would like that's okay. a good question. That's a good that's a good question. I have no idea what the ballpark range would be for forty million. Forty million. Forty million, million. That to is this day. Forty million okay, to this day. That's what I'm saying. That's like it's a whole big. lot. That's, that's a whole big, lot, right? That's for that big. for that for that type of genre. That's a it's whole lot. And, and for that time, because I've yeah, never mentioned true. like that that's was true. different. Like that's no true. one was doing it like that during during that time too. So mm-hmm. and to have like a punk rock type type theme, you know, the whole, you know, th- it was definitely an aesthetic. There was definitely a look to it. Okay, and true. and there and there's a lot of like literary themes in Nana as well. So I feel like if 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 you really enjoy the whole you you know like sim- like symbolism and 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 all of that this is a great pick for you i promise you will not be disappointed well look i got to talk look we could be talking about these anime you trying to put us on to the to these two to these two shows and manga but i mean you're going to have to make the I, i'm going to put you in a tough spot here look see up going to have to do it the <laughs> listeners want to know which series got the more bops though for real 
What series got I the more said, bops? I said, okay, <laughs> just on just on time alone, just on yeah. time alone, yeah, Nana yeah. by far right. has the bops. They come through and out. Okay, let me tell you something. <laughs> like there was an album, there's an album made for the movie or made for the the, the or the whole pro the pro project as, as a whole. Oh, okay. It had it had someone from like Guns N' Roses or something. I forget. Like it shit was not kidding. <laughs> Let me like it was not the no, real fuck, music. Scratch that, edit that out, scratch that. It is not it's not Guns N' Roses. It's it's from the sex from the Sex Pistols. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, Sex Pistols. Um, right. Yes, yeah, okay. Sex Pistols. He he uh I think his name is Glenn Matt Lock from from Glenn Matt 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 Lock from, from the Sex Pistols participated and, they used and had his music in the show? Yeah. Not in the show. There, it, it it was like a project album for like the project as like a whole. Um, wow. So, and he, so they did, had and other he did. He did music. Like for, yes, that's crazy. Yes, because it's 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 like the vibe. Like it's the whole vibe. And let me tell Damn. you one thing. But but this whole music thing. Let me tell you, my genre of choice. Of, pre- <laughs> of, of preference has changed because of this. Like I'm not being dramatic at all. Right. I'm dead all ass. Right. Like I'll like um Anna Su. Anna Suchia, she um I think she did the first and third openings of the show and I think she did the first ending of the show as well. She is like a pop type of rock punk artist. They put me on to her immediately. Damn. I have three songs of hers on my playlist as we speak. <laughs> and I still listen to them. Still listen to them. They're songs that like came out in 06, 07. I still listen to them to this day. And also Olivia Lufkin, they put me on to her so hard. So hard. You'll understand. So hard. I and, bought and Olivia have done some of the openings and endings as well for the show? Yeah, she did the second opening and she did, I think, the second and third endings of the show. But don't quote, but don't quote, don't quote me on that. But she did two and, and endings for the show. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say, I, I didn't want to put you on the start with which one had the better bops. <laughs> And, and things like that, but oh I no! Just... But Given has good music too. Okay, uh-huh. let's let's just let's talk right, about, tell it about it. Tell them about it. Because Given is, in my opinion, one of the most well-written uh, things that came out of the summer of 2019. It was the black horse of summer anime really? in 2019. It really was. It really was. And I feel like we have to let them know because. Because a lot of people did not watch it because of the boys' love aspect of the show. Now, I read before I watched. I read before mm-hmm. before I watched. So mm-hmm. I already knew what the hell was going to happen. But, you know, people, you know, Crunchyroll has a good marketing team, okay? And they make Hey, every... shout out to Crunchyroll. Thank it's... you. <laughs> Please sponsor. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, hey, facts. Facts. Okay, and also, and they put everyone onto these summer things. And I was reading through the comments, you know, someone was like, by the second episode, was like, people were like, oh, wait, this is a BL? Oh my god, I know this is BL. It is too good to be a BL series. And mm-hmm. to be honest, that made me kind of upset because it, it's like people have this all this kind of iffy relationship or prejudice against BL series. And I feel like we just need to quash that. Quash that because given I'm not gonna say given is the saving grace because there's tons, there's tons of good BL series out there. Yeah. But given you know, they they put the music aspect of it and they put the, you know, the slice of life BL type aspect of it too. And it made just a beautiful creation 
of you know of you know trying times you know making yeah. a band yeah. you know building building relationships you know there's so much that goes into it well that's it. what i liked about kaon like kaon did that really well like and K- i know yes i really you know yes a lot of people yes, out there I you know trying to hate gonna hate this and I, mean, I never finished too. it Let's i never finished it back and i, didn't I know people won't hate me on that but <laughs> hey what i did watch it was it was rocking she had some rocks. I ain't okay, gonna lie. The first ending, don't say lazy. Mm-hmm. That's just mm-hmm. still a bop. Play mm-hmm. that shit every day. But yeah, but given um, the voice actor, I forget his name. Please don't crucify me. But um, he plays Mafuyu, which is one of the main character, the main main characters of of the show. Okay. He actually sings the musical track within the show. So I don't know what's dedication or not, but that shit. That's pretty. Go- that shit is punk hmm. rock. To, to me, okay, and plus the uh, the another voice voice actor who plays the other main character, his name is Ueno Yama. He uh, he has a sing he has like tracks out. He has songs out, which I thought that was so funny to that's, me because I was ridiculous. like, that's wild. I was like, everything about this is music, <laughs> and and this is a no spoiler zone. Um, I'm not gonna give away too much. So. All right, no problem, no problem. But yeah, it, yeah, we gotta keep it, gotta keep, gotta keep it tight. Um, they. Uh, the episode nine. Every given fan knows about episode nine. Okay, episode for for good nine. reasons, bad reasons, for, controversial reasons. It, it what's was it, what's just it up? an emotional roller coaster for most. When I was reading it, let me tell you, I was reading it. I was like, I was waiting for the episode. Everyone who read before knew what the hell was coming on episode nine. Okay, like every we were waiting for that moment to happen. Okay. Without giving too much, you know, this this, this is not yeah. a spoiler. Yeah. It is their band performance, you know. It is their band performance. Right. Is there, they right. perform live for the first time. So, just for some context, okay, the show is about Mafuyu. He's the main character. And he is a quiet, reserved type of guy. And he's sort of popular with, like, the girls in the school. You know, like, the quiet, reserved, you know, yeah, yeah, trope. Yeah. You, know, you know, and he's, you know, he, I want to say timid, but he's reserved. Um... And he has a Gibson get, guitar, just a random Gibson. And, you know, Gibsons are, like, one of, like, the, you know, like, the guitars to have or, like, the okay. guitars to own, you know. All right. All right. And he has one. And then his strings are busted or rusted. And then we have the other main character, um, Yue Noyama. He comes in. And he and he's like, dude, like your strings are busted. Like we need to fix. You know, why do you have a Gibson? And then your strings are rusted. And so he fixes them, and then he strums on it. And then Mafuyu mm-hmm. has an epiphany moment. He's like, that sound was one of the best things I ever heard. Teach me how to play the guitar. And, that and that's where is that where off. the story is that is that yes, that's that the beginning. Sets it okay, off. That's, that's a good synopsis or that's a good like little tease for the people. You know, people exactly. Who are interested in right then, okay. And and then it goes on, you know. It's uh, I can say it has the friendship element, and it, and it does it naturally. I feel like, and it's a BL. I'm not gonna. That's not a spoiler. Everyone knows that by now. If you don't, now you know. Now um, you know exactly. And it's and it's a progression with the two main characters. You can you can kind of see it as like it starts as you know as you know. I'm gonna try to get to know this other person, you know. Is mm-hmm. he too reserved? Is he too, you know, outspoken? You know, you know, and you, you kind of see it build, which I appreciate because it doesn't have any of those, you know, those typical like 
romance tropes. Yeah. You know, like okay. like like they're like childhood, you know, friends and turn to lovers, you know, it wasn't like it didn't take a whole story arc to complete you know, it was wasn't like that at all. It felt very natural, it felt very current, like real life, like you know, whole like the social age, you know, it felt very like, you know, you know, like test the waters and you mm-hmm. know, like, you know, like what are we? Are we like a situation ship? Is this serious? And they and and they go into that too. And so it's like Okay. You know, and and you know, and then the other main character, um, uh, Ue Noyama, he, uh, you know, he plays the guitar. You know, he and he is in a band, and you you, you can kind of see how he kind of rekindles his passion for his mu- for his music through Mafuyu, which is the other main 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 character who is just right, learning right. to play. So you kind of see how they echo off each other, and you kind of see how they build their relationship, how they build their band, what direction they want to take it, what direction they want to take their relationship. And as Mafuyu is learning how to play, it kind of summons his past demons and then they, they get into that and that's where the tragedy part comes in, in the show, which is a popular trope in BL, in BL things, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the good ones, you know, no shade to other ones, but like, and they... You know, we, we kind of see that kind of evolve, and then they only have like eleven episodes. So, but the, but the magnet is still going. So please still read it. And okay, so and, there's that. Mm-hmm. And the, and the movie is like a is it, it's like a direct sequel to the show, but it focuses on like the relationships of of another to um char- characters within the show. I'm not gonna say it because you know if you read it, you know. But if you haven't, you know it's. It's nice to you know play and with that and, and what season out. and what when did this when did given the anime come out though exactly when was that again? Uh, July twenty nineteen. So that was the summer anime. Yeah. I mean, there was. I mean, okay. Well, I mean, we could look. I mean, look. I know that genre has a lot <laughs> of. Uh, you know, it that turns a lot of people away. Um, mm-hmm. but summer twenty nineteen that did have some pretty big drops. Um, it really did. That really Doctor Sto- Doctor Stone. <laughs> yep. Um. What's the other one? Uh, I can't even think of a time. Fire Brigade, F- Fire Force. I mean, mm-hmm. that drop summer was it? Uh, Vinland Saga. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got another. I can't even think of the other one. I. Uh, what is it? Is it wrong that I, I want to meet you in a dungeon season two? Um, when did Demon? When when did Demon Slayer come out? That was that was in summer twenty eighteen. That no, I think that was um fall fall twenty nineteen. Okay. Okay. I believe I, I could be wrong, but I okay, know. For... Yeah, I, th- I think it's probably fall. You're probably right. Um, and then there was also a there was a uh, there was a movie too that came out in that around that summer t- of 2019 as well. I can't even I, I can't even think off the top of my head. Um, might have been the Mob Psycho movie. There was my the time I reincarnated as a slime o- OVA. Like there were some things dropping. Um, right. <laughs> the Violet Evergarden movie, which oh, y'all, right, need, yeah. y'all need to be watch, y'all need to be <laughs> off on that. I, 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 um, I haven't watched the and, and Nino Cooney, the- Nino Cooney was on there as a movie. That's like summer. Summer has some drops, you know. So that might have played talking. a part in. Really <laughs> that might have played a part, you know, why I didn't get a lot of um, a lot of eyes on it, right? right? You know, that's you know on that. Yeah, I can um, agree. But I was gonna say, for the for the music in and given. Um, mm-hmm. Now you said some of the voice actors, you know, they, the voice actors kind of they did the same. They put you know in work. They put in work. The voice actor for uh, Mafuyu, he was putting in work. Putting See, in and work. that's what I was like. I want to do more because I haven't seen a lot of music type animes or 
where like it's central around music. And there's a ton. When I was, you know, yeah. preparing, there was like there's a ton that I that I put it I put in my list, but I was like, I need to watch that. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten around to it. Yeah, there's something I haven't it. seen ever. You know, I mean I've seen Beck. Right. Which yes. and I love I love I love me some Beck. Right. I mean for the for y'all that I mean for the <laughs> I mean for the people out there that know that know me, they know I fuck with some Beck, bro. All right. Um, and Nana Done was... by Madhouse. You and know. Nana. Wait, did Mad... it wait? I think did it, Nana do Madhouse too? They they what they? Because I think Matt because Madhouse did obviously guys for the people. I mean, yes, my, Nana, they did Mad not House Death Note. They've Nana. done One Punch Man. They've done No Game No Life. They did Hunter Hunter. Right. They done Nana, High Mad School House. of the Dead, Death Parade, Overlord, Batum, Black Lagoon, Helsing. I mean, they done it. They done Nana. a lot. Madhouse okay. did Nana too. So it it it's okay. it, what I'm saying. You know what I'm okay. saying? They picked the they they Madhouse knows what like, they're doing. See, that's what I'm saying. Period. My house knows what doing. Like, but yeah, I, this, the music anime where well, my experience just comes from back, you know, and mm-hmm. and the same thing for you. You know, you ex, you ex, you know, you discover some music you've never heard before. You know, listening exactly. You know, watching the show, and not only because the music, you know, the music sounds really good to you, but it's tied to the story, so it, it creates mm-hmm. that connection. So anytime you listen to the music, you're getting all these good feelings about man when I used to watch this show. Exactly. And things like that. Um, and some other things, I guess, you know, I watched some K-On. Um, mm-hmm. I think that might be about really about it in terms of musical-themed anime. Um, right. I did, for the winter of 2020 right now, anime, mm-hmm. there's a few, there's a few idol shows. I'm not really big on okay. idol shows. Like Me idol, either. Like Idol Master and all those other ones. But I will say, the, there's like, I think there's two this season. Um, there's twenty two seven. Um, I, I which, heard of that. I heard of that. Which is, um, yeah, it's got a, it's a music idol show, but with a little twist. I, you guys should check mm-hmm. that out. I talk, I, um, uh, I will, you will be here. You're gonna hear me talk about that more in this Tuesday, in upcoming Tuesday's episode of Weebcast. I'm gonna talk about that one. Um, and then there was another one. I, oh my god, there was really another one. Twenty two seven, and then there was another one. I don't know if you know it off the top of your head or, Mm-mm. um, nope. Oh, that's right. If my favorite idol. Made it to Bukudan, I would die. Um, that's another <laughs> idol show, which is in it's a comedy, yeah. And so, I might stick with those. Just make sure mm-hmm. check one Tuesday's episode whether you got it, where somebody shows you got to stick it or ditch it. But, um, that's <laughs> that one might be a ditch, but 22 7 might be a stick. We gotta see, that might be a stick, but you gotta see. Y'all, gotta I was gonna see. say, you gotta check. I was gonna say, because you know, I, I, I dig the genre of these, you know, of music and anime, right? Um, Me too. And I think the worlds connect, and those two worlds with J-pop and and animation, I think I, I think it can, um, I think it can blend really well. Right. Um, now I want to bring up one more thing, I because I, I don't know if mm-hmm. you know, there's a show called Keep Your Hands Off, Eozoken, uh, and it's about these group of girls who want to create a anime. Um, definitely, and and I, on last Tuesday I talked about it, and it's a stick. You should guys watch that. But um, <laughs> there's going to be a live action. Um, mm-hmm. Movie coming out April ish, um, and the three characters they got are three people from. I know you're gonna know it. I don't know about y'all, y'all, because I don't know if y'all mess with that J pop game, but um, they're all from AKB 48 or 46. Okay, yeah, all <laughs> like, right, yep. like, like they're all in there. I think there's three. Of- I, there, 
acting resume stuff. We see I, I, it. I've we never see seen. It. I didn't know they acted. You know what I'm saying? I, or Me if, either. I had no clue. And if they have acted before, I, I'm i sorry for people who are in who in it more than I am. Um, I, I, I think I might. I thought I had their names, but I was going to say. Um, do I have it? Did I have it right now? I don't actually. I don't have it in front of me. But it's not that important. But three of them are actually in a J-pop group. So you know, I, and it's going to be a lot. And that live action film is going to um spit. It's gonna, then it's going to be a spinoff six episode series with those same those same people. So um, wow, just a little. Oh no no I'm sorry. It's uh Nogizaka forty six. That group. I'm sorry. Okay. Same okay. kind of the same vein. So it was a big group. A lot of yeah. people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like uh, Asuka Saito. What's the other? Yamashita and Minami Umazawa. Um, those are the, and those are, they're gonna be playing the, the the main characters in that one. But I really appreciate it, Nick. For I appreciate it, Ask for coming on to the show. I want you to do one more thing. It might be I got a challenge for you right now. Right now, okay. we got people listening to the show. Right now, they heard what you talked about, what you liked. Um, yes. About Nana and Given, you hyped mm-hmm. it up. You put it on a pedestal. Sure it is. Hey, yes sir. Yes sir. Yes sir. But what they said, but. One like if you had to say one thing that's gonna put him over that edge, hey man, I'm gonna watch. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna check it out. What's gonna? What's one thing you could tell him to push him over that edge and, and have them check out this these shows or manga? All right, so I'll do my best, but you know, no, <laughs> that's all we no do. We pass. I'm checking nope. y'all out. I'm checking all right, y'all don't out. Don't worry. Out. I know it's a okay, hard no. challenge. Go ahead. Exactly. So for me personally, you know, as someone who's played music and who's of that type of social ap- atmosphere presented and given, mm-hmm. um, and you know, in Nana too, you could say, you know, with the whole music production and everything, everything like that, I feel like these are far from are far from the typical romance tropes that we see in anime today. No shade to no shade to, to others, but it's Uh-oh. very it's very three-dimensional. It's very it's very complex and mm-hmm. that is seen through, you know, how the characters interact, how how okay. relations progress and just and and all the twists the twist, the twist and turns, you know, it, it's, important. it's important. Roller coaster. It is an emotional roller coaster. You have to be prepared. You need to be prepared for something like this. You know, for my thing, you know, for a given specifically, getting over a BL type of situation, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it does a good job of not centering the show around that. But it plays a humongous part in it because it it tends to norm it tends to normalize the whole thing. I thought Given was just a slap in the face to like everyone. It's like we could put out a good show, <laughs> we could put out a good high top top quality show, and make two guys fucking it. Like that's that is. I feel like that is that is the that's way their to goal. Go. That's the that's goal. what I mean. We see. I mean, if if Given was a typical, you know, like heteros type of. Type, type of show, it would have been so big. Like, it's just so, you know, it has its, it has its moments, you know, and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and the music is A1. Um, it's just amazing, and I feel, feel like we as, you know, viewers, we as consumers have to understand that we need to have the emotional um, intelligence in this. Like, we, like, like we, we need to understand that there are Tons of different, tons of different types of people, tons of pe- 
different types of people, relationships, and and all of that jazz. And then we need to get we need get we all need to get past that and watch mm-hmm. the show for what it is. Okay. It is one the is you know given the Black Horse of twenty nineteen and Nana the <laughs> revolutionary piece of work that it is that it was. You know, so that's my spiel on it. So I hope everyone watching can watch those two and or read them because you heard it here first. Happy, you heard it here first. Make me happy, and will make the artists and the people who all worked worked on it very proud to see their piece of work get such a large viewing and appreciation. So that's right. That's big facts. Voila. Um, also. I, I I just wanted to I just wanted to thank you, Ashley, for coming on to the show. I really do no appreciate problem. it for taking the time it. out of your day, coming on, talking about some things, trying to put us on some from some series that we might have not have heard about yes, or even got the sir. chance to see. Yes, sir. So look, I just want to get. Did you would like to say? Would you like to? Uh, you know, I I like to give this time up to you. Um. And maybe plug anything that you wanna you wanna plug out there. All right, yes, sir. Okay, so as you guys you know can't hear properly or didn't or didn't or you missed it, you know I go by Aster. You know you can check out my Twitter. I do have a Twitter. It's not popping, but you guys can make it. You guys can make it popping. Um, I'm pretty sure you have the at. You know you have my at in the description. Yes, that's okay, right. My at is in the description. Please check it out. Please follow. Please DM me about anything. I love. Listening to you guys, I have to say, I love getting suggestions. I, if you have any feedback for me, anything you guys didn't like about what I talked about, I love to hear it all. Please, please, please check me out on my Twitter. I am the most active on there, as anyone knows. Twitter is my life. Okay, so please hit me up on there. And also, uh, yes. one thing, um, like I said, the music in these shows are A1. For me, Nana, for me, literally changed my life. Um, if you don't know... Olivia Lufkin, she doesn't really make music that much anymore, or not at all. Um, she is a family woman now. She is completely doing her own thing out out in L.A., I okay. think, in California. Time, you know, she's time. completely moved, you know, blah, blah. And please check out her music. Just go to YouTube, type in Olivia Lufkin, her last name, L-U-F-K-I-N, and just go through it all because it is truly a masterpiece. She was truly ahead of her time. <laughs> she was she was literally she like paying she paying you. She, she paying I mean you she I mean hello. I'm trying to get her put on an album. You know if you guys listen to Bjork or know Bjork's words, it was very that type of esque type thing. Um, you know, like Brooke was ahead of her time when she was dropping hits. Olivia was the same way. Okay, let's just name a few. All right, Olivia can spider spins. Okay. Blind, uh, blind unicorn is a Bob. Wish, wish was a was opening number two for the series, and it it transcends time. It sounds Damn. like hello, like if if you like one, okay, hey Rock, you would love Wish, okay, and you know there you go, put her, put her there on. You there you go, there you go. Appreciate yes, it. I appreciate it. Hey, real quick. Hey, thank you for guys listening to this segment of on Weebcast. We calling what you're watching with Aster, our very first guest on Weebcast. I want you guys to clap it up behind if you guys listen to this podcast up right now. I appreciate it. And Aster, if you'd like to do one more, say goodbye to the people listening right now. See, goodbye, Weebcast. Goodbye, Weebcast. Thanks, thanks right. so much for tuning in. Thanks for having me. All right, no problem, guys. We'll see you in the next part when we wrap everything up. C Dub, salute.
Hey, oh, let's go. Thank you for listening to this episode of uh, Weebcast. This is episode three, big boy anime and some big boy news. Let's get it. Um, but I hope you guys appreciate it. Um, the guest we had on today, Aster, talking about some things that, two anime that he highly recommends for y'all guys to watch and read. And welcome to the wrap-up session. I'll make this real quick. Um, just a little tie some loose ends. Um, uh, just some things we're gonna. I'm thinking about doing into the future. Next, this upcoming Tuesday, it'll be is gonna be my part two of my winter 2020 anime first impressions. I'm gonna be doing the rest of the anime that it that I didn't get to do this uh, this past Tuesday. So that's gonna be really interesting. I found a few anime that I'm really excited about. Um, so that anime, I mean that uh, that episode's still in the script, still in the works, almost done. I'll be editing that, and I'll be uh, you'll be and I'll be dropping next Tuesday. Right at 12 p.m. Um, and also for next Friday's uh, show, for next Friday's webcast, that'll be episode five. Um, and I have a guest for that for for the next for the next what you're watching segment, and that one's gonna be really good too. I promise. Um, he's got some things he's gonna be wanting to talk about. He's really excited about recording with me. I cannot wait. Um, but like like again, like on the other things, I'm gonna be pushing. I'm gonna try to push this podcast pretty pretty hard. Um, if you guys know any know anybody who would like to be guests on the show, um, let me know through either through Twitter or you can even leave a voice message um, if you're listening on Anchor. But if you're listening on any other podcasting site, all you have to do is just check my Twitter. On it's at J X N M O R I, and you can reach out to me there if you would like to be a part of the show, either behind the scenes. Or like to be a, or help me co-host or be a guest. That'd be very much appreciated, and I will love you forever. Like I always, like all the weaves out there listening right now, I love all of, every single one of you guys, and I hope you guys continue to uh, show you support by listening and um, spreading the word. Uh, but th- like I said before, thank you. Uh, I would, you know, thank uh, thank Aster for coming on the show. You can always hit him up on Twitter as well. You always hit me up on Twitter. Thank you for so much about allowing me into your ears and into your homes, uh, wherever you may be, uh, whether the sun's up or the sun's down, whether the moon is smiling down on you guys. I really do appreciate you guys listening to that from, from the bottom of my heart. I hope you guys have a lovely rest of the day, night, evening, whatever the case may be. Get a drink, get, get something to eat, whatever you guys need to do. But just make sure you guys do that. Stand up. Salute for the weaves out there. C-Dubs is signing out.